trees to burn. Well, Barry, here we are. Let's see. March, April, May, June, July, August. Wow. Coming from downtown. Beautiful harvester. There's some guy over there probably wonder why I got the camera pointed out. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Can't tell who that is. It's Patty. Hey, Patty, what's up? And somebody else is on there. There are two people so far. Patty's first, Barry. Wow. Hey, Patty. Brad Creech is second. He's probably hanging out with that. And Reagan's third. He's probably hanging out with that uh, that Rob Niebrugge guy character. You know that guy? Yeah. My little golf buddy. Little nefarious. Hey, Amy Sue. Nefarious little fella. Jeanette. Yeah. Yeah. Get to work, Rob, if you're watching. Yeah, Barry said get to work, Rob, if you're watching. Christina's on. Wow, she remembered, Barry. She came out of the basement with her woodworking projects to spend a little time with you. Wow. That's kind of cool. What's up? What's up, what's up? What's up, Annette? Fitzsimmons. It's very Irish, isn't it? Fitzsimmons. Hi. You guys know where we're at? Tell Team Barry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Have your fun. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, 58 Irish. So, we're going to talk about something. Have you guys ever heard of a preacher named R.G. Lee? Back in the day, R.G. Lee... Was a was a famous famous preacher, um, and probably his most well known sermon was a sermon called "Payday Someday." And he was a predecessor for Bellevue Baptist before Adrian Rogers got to that church. To give you an idea, uh, what kind of shoes that Adrian Rogers stepped into, and he filled them quite well. I mean, yes. But in his day, R.J. R.G. Lee. Was, was infamous and, and or famous, and his sermon "Payday Someday" you can still find online um, because you know we're heading for a time, every human, that you'll you'll uh, you'll stand before Jesus. We believe that every every tongue will confess, every knee will bow, that He is the Lord. But um, you know it, it's funny because I can remember when Lynn was preparing for. And really, for the most part, ours was uh, put together pretty quick. But, the, the, and here's the thing, as it got closer to the day, as it got closer to the wedding day, there was more activity, more more, act, more uh, emotion. It just became, as we got closer to the wedding day, more and more stuff started happening. You know, the invitations went out. And now they do the announcement, save the day kind of thing. Oh, it's right. almost like a, a pre-announcement to the announcement kind of deal. But um, in Bible study this morning, we were talking about all that's going on in the world. You know, and I'm not an end times expert. Ex eschatology, the study of end times, is not really my thing. But you got to be kind of a, uh, you have to have your, 
your head in the sand if you don't look around at the world right now and realize that where we are right now, we've never been before. We have never been where we are at this season, uh, especially in our country's history. We've never been here. Uh, this is completely different. Um, and I asked my friend Cecil last night. He and Debbie came to the house at 8:30 at night. Hey, Connie, 8:30 at night to give my wife uh, a, a shoulder rub thing because she was hurting. At 8:30 at night, they packed up their little masseuse table, came out to Wright City, and and. Uh, was a tremendous help to Lynn getting relief from pressure. But while there, while Debbie's working on Lynn, Cecil and I were on the back patio and I asked him, I said, man, you know, concerning the times and everything going on, even though we love Jesus, even though that we're filled and set apart and we're destined for glory, I gotta be honest, this is kind of scary, some of the things that we're going to. And I, I could get into, I'm not getting into the politics of it all, but I'm saying what's happening in Afghanistan, I. I what, what's going on with the pandemic? What's going on with our, uh, our government or lack of government or leadership at the helm? This, these are scary, scary times. Not to mention the earthquakes, not to mention, you know, the tornadoes now, not to mention the flooding, not to mention the wildfires out in California. To me, it reminds me of the, the frenzy of activity around the time that the wedding day was actually coming. We are heading for a time, and I believe it's rapidly approaching, uh, that we believe the trumpet's going to sound, Barry. Yeah. And that's what our hope is. Our hope is of Jesus coming back and rescuing us and taking us home and uh, getting out of this place. But I think it's interesting, uh, and the Bible actually says near the end of time, the love of many will wax cold. And there's so many different, you know, areas you can go with that. Part of that is people just don't care. They do yeah not care. And I'm not talking to everybody. There are people that care immensely, as I just referenced. There are Debbie and Cecil coming out to the house at 9 o'clock at night. But by and large, the unbelieving world, they do not care. And they're very flippant about things eternal like their soul. It's right. amazing how you have such regard for your car or your job or your comfort and you're so flippant with your soul. And Jesus even said, what does it profit to gain the world and to lose your soul? You know, what, what I, so when we ask people, hey, uh, you want to come to Bible study? You want to come to uh, to church? And, and Or, nah, I'm not interested. No thanks. They're really flipping about it. It's very concerning to me. And in, in I'm going to use a couple scriptures today. That was Matthew 24, 12, by the way. That... Yeah, I'm going to get into that. In, uh, but I'm going to go here first, Barry, because watch this. Oh, is that the end of the parable? Yeah. Well, okay, so this is just that verse. in Luke chapter <sighs> 12. Watch what Jesus says. Chapter 12 and, and verse 54. And, and before that, read the whole thing. Read all of that, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scope in on this, and then we're going to flip it a little bit. But watch what happens. And Jesus turned to the crowd and said, When you see the clouds beginning to form in the west, you say, Here comes a shower. And you're right. When the south wind blows, you say, Today will be a, a scorcher. And it is. You fools. You know how to interpret the weather signs of the earth and sky, but you don't know how to interpret the present times. 
You know that same word fools. I think Paul used it when he used it, when he speaking to the Galatians. Basically, in a, in, in a nutshell, I mean, you idiots. You see all this going on. Do you really think? And I, I you know, I'm saying this all to also to myself and to believers. It's time for us to wake up. It's it's coming, Barry, and it's coming fast, right? Yes, sir. I mean, you look around at the world, and we're going, oh, it's here, it's bad. We got, you know, the, the West Coast burning up, the East Coast flooding, the COVID's running rampant. Now there's six or eight more strains, whatever's going on. Hey, Betty. Hey, Al. And then you have this whole thing in Afghanistan. you got now China's wearing up. They're trying. It, it's, it's happening. It's unfolding in front of us, right? So I'm going to talk about uh, the wedding feast. Where's that at, Barry? 20, 24 what? 24. Yeah, 20, no, it's 25. Oh, I just had a bookmark and the wind blew it shut. Let's go to the bridesmaid. Matthew 25, the 10 bridesmaids. Now watch this. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 bridesmaids, bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet their bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough oil for their lamps. See people all the time right now, they're, they're, they're running low. They have no oil. It's a picture of the Holy Spirit. But the other five were wise enough to take long extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. Meaning the people that were prepared fell, fell asleep. The people that were unprepared, they all fell asleep. The church, our church, us, the church, the real church, there are times when we're just kind of sleepwalking through it because this is the wrong time to be sleepwalking, right? We can look around, as Jesus said, we can interpret the times. Look at all the stuff we just talked about. It's time to wake up, right? And read Romans 13 if you want to talk about that too. At midnight, they were roused by the shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out to meet him. And we won't go all into the whole thing about Jewish weddings and all that and how you never knew when the bridegroom was coming. You just didn't know when he was coming. So your thing was to always be ready for the groom to show up. That's our job as a church. We're always to be ready. Jesus said, I'm going to come like a thief in the night. You'll never know when I'm coming. But you, you, but you should be able to interpret the signs. You can look around. You don't know the hour. Anybody that says right. that he's coming this day, he's coming that day, they're liars. They have no clue. Right. But Jesus himself scolded everybody around. You idiots. I can't believe you can't interpret the times. Interpret the times. You look around. We have never been here before, folks. There's a payday coming, right? A payday someday, as R.J. Yeah. Lee would say. Yeah. All the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, please give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. You know what? We've been doing brown bag now for about a year and a half. Can you believe that? I know. It's flying by, isn't it? And there's some people like, you know, it is what it is. Maybe you can tune in someplace else, but we're doing our best to give people oil while there's still time. When it hits the fan and you come to us and you say, give me another brown bag. Just invite me to another church service. Let me just preach to me one more time. It'll be too late. The time to prepare right is now, not when, not when this thing is coming, because these guys, when the broom, when the, when the groom finally showed up, please give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. No, 
It's not happening. That's the wrong time. We've been telling you, we've been asking you to read your Bibles. We've been saying, come to church and hanging out. Hey, repent of your sin and get right with God because he's coming back. We've been saying this forever. We've been inviting, uh, uh, if, if as believers you're running low on oil, fill up. Be ye filled. Every day, Paul says, you have to be continually filling yourselves. Be ye filled. Be ye filled. Why? Because we're leaky vessels. Right. We're, we're leaky vessels. We need to be renewed. We need to be, every day we have to be doing this, right? A year and a half we've been doing this, and there are some people that kind of, yeah, I don't mind hearing about that. But you know what? I guarantee there's coming a time that you're going to be begging to hear one more salvation message. You're going to be asked, and you're going to be, you're, you're going to uh, wish that you would have said yes to Jesus. And you're going to go back and, and, and all these conversations, all these messages, all these church services that you've missed or all these times you didn't tune in on Facebook or whatever the thing is. You're going to wish that you had one more opportunity because your payday is coming. Payday someday. And here's a kicker. For those that said yes to Jesus, your score is settled. Your payday is yeah. glory day. Yeah. How about how about that? How about that? Yeah. And, and and here's yeah, the thing, and just calm down because there are some pretty crappy saints out there, Barry. Right? <laughs> yeah. I could be one of them. I'd rather be a crappy saint than not a saint, right? Yeah. I'd rather be uh, in the house of God and just say I can't seem to get it right. But you know what? I love you, Jesus. I can't seem to get it right though. The main thing is get right. Get your payday settled by coming to Jesus and get your debt clean, right? So, but while they were gone to buy oil, these are the people that had no oil or low oil, while they were gone to buy the oil, the bridegroom came. Then those who were ready, what? Those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bradesmen returned, they stood outside, calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he called back, believe me, I don't know you. So you too must keep watch, for you do not know the day or the hour of my return. And this isn't meant to scare people. This this isn't meant for anything, you know. Hi, Barb. Um... It's not meant to scare people. No, Jesus didn't come to scare people. He didn't come to condemn the world. He came to save the world through him. But at the same time, as we said earlier in the thing, look out. If you're making excuses, uh, all the reasons why you can't be at church, or you can't read your Bible, or you can't study, you can't whatever it is, and some people physically cannot come to church, right? Where there are lots of other ways to do it. Right. There are some people, Connie Tucker's one of I guarantee she would love to be able to come in person to service, but she cannot. You know what she does? She t- stays connected to a whole group of crazy girls that love Jesus. She stays connected on Facebook. We polo her. She pol- polos us back. She's in the Word. She's going through a tough time. But you know what? She doesn't quit. She gets up and keeps on moving. That's what That's we it. do. That's it. Right? But if you're making excuses all of the time that I, I just can't watch Facebook. It's too long. Those guys are too long-winded. Find somebody else that you like. Because all of your the flimsy excuses that we have to, for not coming to the wedding feast, they're not going to hold up when payday comes. It's just not going to hold up. That's right. And you're going to stand before God like, and there was another parable that I was trying to find, and I, I think I turned to the wrong one, but whatever. The guy shows up to the wedding feast in the wrong clothes. 
The only clothes that you're going to be allowed in when you're covered by Christ, when you are covered by the righteousness that is Christ. You can put good works as your clothing. You can say, I was a pretty good fella compared to those guys. That clothing isn't going to hold up, and you'll be cast out into outer darkness. That's what the scriptures say, right? Yep. The only way that this thing happens, the only way that you'll be able to enter into the wedding feast is if you've given your heart to Jesus, you have repented of your sin, and said, Lord, come into my heart and forgive me. I know I've blown this thing. I, I've messed it up time and time again. But you know what? I know that I'm a sinner, and I know I need a great Savior, and I need you, Jesus, in my heart. Please come in and forgive me. Guess what? And then you're clothed at that point with the righteousness that comes through faith by Christ. And then you're able to... And then when it comes... You can say you don't have to shrink back at his coming. There's a scripture I just read in 1 John, I think. We don't want to be those that shrink back. We want to have confidence in the day of his return. And you can have confidence in the day of his return if you're walking in step with the Lord, if That's you're covered it. by the blood, if you've been washed clean. And even a revelation, they, you know, it talks about their white robes. They were white robes because they were washed by the blood of the Lamb. Get fired up, Barry. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm passionate about this because, guys, we see people all the time that reject Jesus. You know, that's the only sin that won't be forgiven. Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. You know, blasphemy of the Holy Spirit actually means continual rejection of Christ. That's what that means. Because there are some people that would. I've been angry at God before. I've been very angry at God, and I've said some things that I repented of later. That's not blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Blaspheming the Holy Spirit uh, is continued rejection. Of Jesus and then you get your payday someday it's coming someday. it's hard truth today huh Barry yeah it is truth just real quick I just want to say to the Saints keep your lamps full and be ready be prepared you always hear us talk about be prepared for the storms but be prepared for Christ's return because he is coming back be prepared don't be the one to have to go buy some oil for your lamps yeah and be dude. left out we don't want we don't want the door to close the scripture says he wants all to repent and all come so be prepared when he does. Preparedness. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Renew your minds. Stay in the word, guys. You hear us say it all the time. Stay in the word. It's the only thing that's going to keep you connected. Praying and stuff like that, too. Stay connected. Be prepared. Hey, Barry, real quick. Talk about uh, tough times as Christians because <clears throat> we are headed for, for tough times in this country. It's not like we're going to escape. Oh, yeah. Like, we're, we're already hearing things that are happening. That, uh, they're being persecuted in a different way. You know, also, we can't get discouraged either because it would be easier to sometimes this Christian walk is very hard. Sometimes you want to quit. It would be easier to just quit and just go, okay, I just want to be like everybody else and just be like the sheep, just walk around like a zombie like everybody else is doing. But we've been called out. So to do that, we have to stay in the Word. We have to keep encouraging one another. Otherwise, we're going to end up just like the world. They won't even be able to tell you are a Christian. It's going to get tough, guys. It's even going to get harder. Scripture tells us that things are going to get really tough for those who believe. But remember, we have the Holy Spirit that can help us get through anything that happens to us. Amen? Right on, man. That's all we got. Peace out, guys. Get in there, guys. Have a good weekend.